This is Radio On The Go Sports, and I'm John Moenkle reporting. Scores from Thursday in girls' basketball postseason action in Class 1A Region 1 first round. St. Ansgar beat North Butler 50-15, and Newman Catholic beat Northwood Kensett 67-42. Class 1A Region 2 first round, number 12 AGWSR beat Colo Nesco 56-24, and HLV beat PCLUW 32-27. 1A Region 6 first round. Dunkerton beat Nashua Plainfield 43-37, Clarksville beat Rockford 55-20, and Don Bosco beat Tripola 45-31. Girls basketball regular season, number one in 2A Dyke New Hartford wins on the road over South Harden 69-25. Boys basketball regular season, South Harden defeats Dyke New Hartford 88-84 in overtime. Hampton Dumont Cal defeated Bishop Garrigan 65-62, and West Fork beat Forest City 65-63. On the schedule for today, in boys basketball postseason action, 1A District 3 play-in round is AGWSR at Riceville. Boys basketball regular season, number 3 in 2A Applington-Parkersburg is at Charles City. That'll air on 98.9 KQCR with pregame coverage starting at 7.20 p.m. Number 2 and 2A Roland Story visits Grundy Center. Hampton Dumont Cal goes to Algona. That'll air on 104.9 KLMJ with pregame coverage at 7.35 p.m. Also, Iowa Falls Alden hosts Humboldt. Here's my recap from Thursday night's AGWSR versus Colonesco girls basketball playoff game. I'm John Moenkel reporting from the AGWSR High School Gymnasium, where on Thursday night, the AGWSR girls basketball team, ranked number 12 in Class 1A, picks up a first-round playoff victory over Colonesco. 56 to 24. This one was a no-doubter, and it was over pretty early. The running clock rule goes into effect in the second half and the Cougars end up uh, cruising to the victory. Started off strong for the Cougars. It was 24-4 after the first quarter, capped off by a deep three-pointer swished by Nakia Olivier to send us into the second quarter. So, uh, 21 more points in the second quarter made it 44-12. And with a whole bunch of reserves in the game, the bench emptied out, and the Cougars were able to coast to the victory, uh, holding Colonesco at bay for the whole way through. AGWSR head coach Mike Finger said that it was a great way to get the playoffs started, and definitely more is uh, coming up around the corner in what they hope is a long playoff journey. Great way to kick off the postseason, um, uh, particularly with the you know the first batch of girls. I wanted to make sure we didn't have any letdown, and having just played them on Monday night and um, and and won by a pretty good margin. Um, wanted to avoid that scenario where you, you know, you look past somebody or don't come out and give your best effort. And I was proud of the girls. Um, they came out, played real intense, um, executed pretty well. So and built up a nice little lead that allowed us to get those subs in. And it wasn't quite as pretty, um, but. Uh, um, but all in all, I was pleased with what they did. Nakia Olivier had 25 points to lead the way for AGWSR. They moved to 21-1, and and they will host HLV coming up on Tuesday, February 14th. HLV defeated BCLUW 32-27 in Conrad on Thursday night. So the Cougars will host the Warriors coming up on Tuesday in the quarterfinal round of Class 1A Region 2. Once again, the number 12 and 1A AGWSR girls basketball team defeated Colonesco 56 to 24.
in the first round of the playoffs. I'm John Mowinkle reporting from Ackley for Radio on the Go Sports. Now here's Jacob Zimmerman with a recap of North Butler at St. Ansgar. I'm Jacob Zimmerman reporting from St. Ansgar High School on Thursday night. The North Butler girls basketball team had their season come to a close up at St. Ansgar with a final of 50-15. It was a nice first quarter there for the North Butler Bearcats as Reagan Moeller hit Casey Weidke on two beautiful assists. Dribble drives right to the block to Weidke to put it in for two. At one point, it was a it was a lead early for the Bearcats. I believe it was 7-6 from that point on. From second to fourth quarter, a 38-8 run from the St. Ansgar Saints to get it done as the Bearcats continued their struggles with the ball safety of getting it across half court and really weren't able to feed it into the post very much in the game either. Speaking of the post, it was Madison Hillman, 17 points for the post player um, from St. Ansgar. And for Casey Wybkin's side, she had five points. Brooke Neiman ended up having a nice day in her last game of her high school career. She finished with eight. And Brooklyn Wicks ended her night with two. Another senior there for Jordan Knowles, Bearcats. But St. Ansgar gets their third win of the season against North Butler. They will move on to face, it sounds like, Newman Catholic defeated Northwood Kensett earlier tonight, and they will match up there in the second round in the Class 1A Region 1 matchup. But ultimately, the North Butler Bearcats girls' varsity season comes to an end after five wins on the year. Here's Jordan Knowles, the head coach of the North Butler Bearcats, thoughts after the game at St. Ansgar. And it was a matter of coming out there and giving 100% effort. Four quarters was the, what, what we wanted to say going into it. I thought we played three really hard quarters. and in, in the second quarter, we kind of fell down. But I think that every team in the conference can say that there's not many more teams that put the effort we do into every single possession. So that's going to carry with those seniors going forward. So that's, I think, the biggest message that I left with them. The North Butler Bearcats girls basketball team unfortunately had their season come to an end 50-15 against St. Ansgar. As the Saints get their third win over the Bearcats of the season, the Bearcats end with a five-win year. I'm Jacob Zimmerman reporting from St. Ansgar High School on Thursday night. The number 3 and 2A Applington Parkersburg boys basketball team will play its final regular season game tonight when they travel to Charles City for boys-only action. The Falcons are 18-2 and overall, but are coming off a 59-50 loss to number 1 and 1A Grandview Christian, by far the season-low point total. The Comets are 15-4 and and earned a share of the Northeast Iowa Conference title. They recently dropped out of the Class 3A rankings after a Saturday loss to Grandview Christian. They bounced back with a 73-40 win over Walk-On Tuesday. Head coach Aaron Thomas says the final week of the regular season is about being tested before the playoffs. Ultra-athletic, and they're going to go 6'5", 6'5", 6'4", across their front line. And so we're going to have a tough week, but it, you know, hopefully it makes us better, gets us prepared for postseason. I know our guys are excited for the opportunity to play against really good teams. Um, those are the ones you remember. So then we reset and get ready for postseason where everybody's 0-0. Zero zero. Senior Chase Lowe leads Charles City with 15.8 points per game, and junior Cam Mestis adds 14.9 per game. It's the only Class 3A team on AP's schedule. The teams will meet for the fifth straight season, with the last three being won by the Falcons. Tonight's game will air on 98.9 KQCR. Pre-game coverage will begin at 7.20 p.m. The opening tip-off is scheduled for 7.30 at Charles City Middle School. 
The AGWSR boys basketball team will bring an 0-20 record on the road to Riceville tonight for a Class 1A District 3 play-in game. The Cougars will look to put a forgettable regular season where they lost by an average of 32 points per game in the rearview mirror. The return of senior Bradley Roeder from an ankle injury has bolstered the starting lineup in the last two weeks, taking some pressure off Gabe Niederhoff and Ryan Pickering. Head coach Riley Shipper says Roeder has put in great work to return after suffering the injury on Friday, January 13th. It gives those guys a spark. Like I said, it gets the ball off Niederhoff. It creates extra shots for guys. People have to recognize that he's back. It's been exciting. You know, I give credit to him. He's put the work in, you know. Get haste to ice, but you know he's had that foot in the bucket every day and and every night and, and really grinded to get back and you know so down the stretch here you know it's somebody I wanted on the floor. Riceville finished the regular season three and nineteen with the most recent win happening Thursday, February second against winless Rockford. Trenton Swenson leads with sixteen points per game and the team has been successful on the glass with forty rebounds per game. While the Wildcats have seen a bit more success than the Cougars, Shipper says a great effort will go a long way. If we can show the effort, we have a shot in a lot of games, regardless of what where our record's sitting at right now. I'll take my guys every day and then and, and go into battle with them and, and see what we can do. Tonight's game will begin at 7 o'clock p.m. inside the Riceville High School Gymnasium. The winner will advance to take on a number six, Dunkerton. The Iowa Falls Alden football program has announced that Eric Walkingstick will be their new head coach for the 2023 season. Walking Stick transitions to the cadets after coaching at Akron Westfield. Walking Stick coached the Westerners to a 2-7 and seven season in 2022. The hire fills a three-month vacancy for a new coach. Iowa Falls Alden went 2-7 and seven last year. The new man at the helm reportedly met with his players this morning. The APGC boys wrestling team will take part in the Class 2A District 3 tournament at Decora Saturday. After being shut out from the state tournament last season, the Falcons will look to qualify some wrestlers for the first time since 2021. Head coach Joel Reins says a few longtime leaders of his program could be frontrunners to qualify. Clay Sock got to that 30-win threshold, so that's, that's huge. We haven't had that happen in quite some time, and we got Trent Cake Rice, Carson Troina. Like I said, those three are... Definitely leaders on our team right now, not just in wins and, you know, leaders in the room. They're voted captains and have done a great job from that standpoint, too. Junior Clay Sock is ranked number nine at 170 and is the win leader for the program at 35-5. and five. He'll likely contend with Ben Tangy of New Hampton Turkey Valley for a spot at state. At 285, junior Trent Kakrice is 33-4 and four and may have a clear path to state with no ranked heavyweights in the district. At 195, senior Carson Troina is 24-10 and 10 and will likely compete with Braden McShane of New Hampton Turkey Valley for one of the top spots. With an expanded state tournament field, Reince feels his team is in a good position to send some wrestlers to state. 24 wrestlers per weight class qualify this year. I like it. You know, I, there's going to be more... State qualifiers, obviously, as you said that, there's 12 districts across the state in all classes, I believe. So 24 will make it the top two, and each district will make it. You know, like I said, it honestly it presents some great opportunity for our guys. The Falcons will have to contend with only one ranked team, number 8 Crestwood. Other teams at the site include Charles City, NHTV, North Fayette Valley, Olwine, and Walk On. Action throughout the day will air on 98.9 KQCR with coverage beginning at 10 o'clock a.m. 
The number 24 and 2A Dyke New Hartford wrestling team will be among a loaded field of wrestlers at Saturday's 2A District 6 tournament at Independence. The Wolverines are one of three ranked teams in the district. The other ranked teams in the district are number four Mount Vernon and number 13 Independence. Head coach Tony Norton says some perennial powers and hopeful state champions will compete at the meet for the right to go to state. That whole district is pretty tough, I think, anyway. You know, Mount Vernon, we saw them earlier this year. They have a really solid team up and down. Independence, traditionally, they have a very strong team. Benton community, we saw them first weekend of the year, so it's really kind of hard to tell. I'm sure just like us, we've had some guys moving around and and they're a nice team. Also, Vinton Shellsburg saw them at Solon. Got a, a couple of really good standouts. I know those kids all fight hard. And same thing with Center Point Urbana. Got a couple of really good kids. So, I mean, it's, it's a good mix. And then, obviously, East Marshall, we know about them. They're in a conference. You know, Union's got the Bonsack and Hedeman and Caleb Olson. Yeah, well, they got some, some kids that are going to be in contention for you know, what they think for a state title. The Wolverines will bring three ranked individuals to the tournament. Senior Caden Booskol is number eight at 170 and will likely contend with number six Henry Ryan of Mount Vernon. Junior Zach Edelman is number seven at 182 and will be a likely favorite in that weight class. Senior Nick Reineke is number one at 220 and may have to deal with number four Clark Younggreen of Mount Vernon during his quest to return to state. Heavyweight Will Texer will look to return to state after making it last season at 220. Number three Corver Hupkiv Independence will likely be in Texter's path. The champion and runner-up of each weight class from each district will advance to the state tournament. Action statewide begins at 10 o'clock a.m. That's it for this edition of Radio on the Go Sports. Find more at RadioOnTheGo.com. I'm John Mowinkle reporting.